You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dr. Low Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. Thanks for joining me for another show. I actually really enjoyed this episode talking with Sam Skelly over at Hungry for Happiness, all about mindset and breath work. And, you know, it's isn't it amazing how you can be eating all the right things, exercising, sleeping right, but if you're a stress case throughout the day, if you're not breathing, you know, your body's still going to be in this state of fight or flight kind of on edge. And, you know, I think the, the mindset and the way that we go about our day can make as much of an impact and a difference in our health as eating the right stuff and sleeping and, and all of that. So there's a good little reminder for me. I, I notice a lot of times when I'm with patients, you know, sometimes something they're saying can be kind of intense or stressful and I'll be like, what the heck? I'm not even breathing right now. Or I'll feel my shoulders like up, you know, like I use my shoulders for earrings, right? They're like right up against my ears. <laughs> it's like just taking that moment to just breathe and be present. And so this episode was a really great reminder of that. Before we jump into the content, I want to just share a couple things with you. Number one is my online fertility course is open for enrollment, Golden Eggs Fertility. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. There's nothing like it. And who this course is for, it's for women and for couples. So if you are listening and you feel your clock ticking, you've been thinking, you know, maybe I do want to have a child at some point in my life. This is something that I highly encourage you to look into. The reality is, is that women are having babies much later than they ever have. More women have babies in their thirties than in their twenties for the first time in history. And which is amazing and wonderful, but the quality of the eggs is incredibly vital to number one, getting pregnant, staying pregnant, having a healthy baby and having just a smooth pregnancy and post-pregnancy experience. So that's what this course is all about is number one, are, are you doing the things that are going to be setting you up for fertility? Are you eating the right kind of foods? Are you detoxing properly? It, it guides you through exactly what I do for patients and what I also did for myself to get pregnant. And I also go into how to create golden swimmers. So when there's a problem with couples who have a hard time conceiving, at 40 to 50% of the time, it's due to the male factors. And it's oftentimes not talked about. So I also give you guys tools of how to improve sperm quality and just set yourself up to where once you're in a place where you want to conceive, you're in a, in a really good spot. If you are in a place where you want to look into freezing your eggs, if you're in a place where you're looking into IVF, this is still a really great course for you because it's about improving the quality of the eggs and the sperm prior to that process happening. So um, it's also great if you have children already and you want to help repair your body and prepare for a next child. So um, would be happy to have you in the course. You can check that out over at goldeneggsfertility.com and check it out and jump on in. And I'd love to have you as a student. Also to give some love to Organifi, our show sponsor. So if you are someone who you want to have more vegetables in your diet, but you have a hard time getting in the greens, I highly recommend their green juice. It tastes super good. You do a scoop in water and just drink it. That's it. So I recommend for my patients to get eight to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day and more emphasis on the vegetables. 
is that very practical for most people? No. I mean, it takes a lot of effort to do that. So this is an easy way to get this more into your diet. You could add in a scoop into a smoothie. You could do it in just regular water. And what you're going to be getting in the green drink is a bunch of superfoods. So like moringa, which I actually have a moringa tree in my yard. I've never pulled any leaves off of it and done anything with it. I've just been so busy. So it's like, you know, using what is actually going to happen and is practical. So I do organify more than I use my own moringa. There's also chlorella, which is a super algae that's high in um, protein and healthy fats. There's mint. So it also helps with digestion, spirulina, another amazing plant protein, high in iron and calcium. There's beets, which are high in folate and manganese, green tea, which is high in a really um, incredible antioxidant called EGCG, which has some hormone balancing effects and also helps with appetite and just so many more. I don't want to rant more and more about this, but that's like half of the beneficial ingredients in this. So if you want to grab your green juice, you want to head over to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and uh, slash Dr. Lowe, D-R-L-O. And you'll see all the products on there that I recommend that I use for my patients and I recommend for my listeners. And at checkout, you can enter Dr. Lowe and get 20% off your green juice and anything else on that website. All right, y'all, with all that said, let's jump into the episode and talk about the power of your breath. Yay, I'm so excited for this episode. I get to have a friend on the show who I think is just one of the most groovy chicks that I've ever met and just so contagiously fun to be around. And I swear, guys, if you ever get a chance to be around Samantha, you will know what I'm talking about. So we have Samantha Skelly on the show. She is a successful entrepreneur, international speaker. She's a best-selling author. She's a wellness coaching expert, and she's actually a neighbor of mine. So we're not too far from each other. She founded both Hungry for Happiness, which is a movement that helps people experience true transformation and happiness through trained certified coaches who utilize emotional and energetic coaching techniques, as well as pause breath work, which has a mission to unite humanity by helping people breathe, feel, and thrive. And I am very excited to be using a lot more of these techniques, especially because I have a uh, labor and delivery coming in the next few <laughs> weeks. So we're going to talk all about the power of the breath and how that can be used in so many different ways. And Samantha has you know, she's really revolutionized the weight loss and self-help industries by looking at individual and underlying causes of food, body, and self-love issues. So I know a lot of you guys listening have dealt with some of these issues. And, um, and I mean, I get it. So many of my patients have. I definitely have in, in, in some ways. And so has Samantha. So we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And she shared her mission on many different platforms. You probably have seen NBC, uh, BBC, uh, Huffington Post, so many places, Forbes. And so we are excited to have you. And you're also writing a, or you've written a book and it's coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happiness. So you're a busy mm-hmm. chick. Let's, <laughs> let's jump into it. Thanks for being here. What an intro. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. <laughs> it's so good to have you. And, um, you know, I've, I've been familiar with your work for a little bit and then we got to meet, I think it was at JJ's house. I want to say for a party, I think it was like a Christmas party or something. Oh my God. And then I've been able to party it up at your, at your mermaid mansion. Yeah, girl. <laughs> so, Samantha lives at Angie Lee and you guys have such fun parties and stuff. And I actually had my baby shower there too. That's right. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, it's that's right. We did meet at JJ's party. Yeah, I, yeah. They said they said, "Hey, it's a Christmas theme." So what did Sam Skelly do? I wore a full Santa one piece, and like <laughs> no one else was dressed up. <laughs> that's right. 
and you just rocked it and oh it's, my God, it's so this, like childlike energy everywhere you go and you know I think that's um I think it's something that we all want to be more of like that and so so yeah so I I got a chance to listen to some of your other episodes you've done and different podcasts and stuff and your your story is it's really interesting. Like you, you're kind of an interesting chick. Like you did some really fun things early in life. You lived in Australia, you lived in England. I mean, you, you've been kind of the, the adventurer and, um, tell us a little bit of kind of why you're into this, this world of emotional eating and breath work and, and, you know, share with us kind of your own personal story, getting to what you're doing. Yeah, God, it has been a journey. I'm actually, it's so interesting. So I'm writing my book right now. Well, I'm actually writing the Hungry for Happiness book for the second time. The first time I, I, I wrote it, I self-published. And then um, Hay House is, is redoing it, basically. We're sort of like Sweet. A, a second edition. Which way is to do cool. it. Yeah, it's cool. But you know what's so interesting is it's in order to write really good content, you have to be emotionally so in the experience, right? And so I feel like I'm reliving so much of my early 20s when I was going through my eating disorder and struggling with food in my body so wow. so aggressively. So um, yeah, it's been an interesting it's been an interesting couple couple of months producing this book. But to to answer your question, when I grew up, I was a child actress. I was a stunt double and I was a dancer. So my whole For life, Smallville, was, right? Yeah, Smallville. yeah, 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 yeah. So I was Kirsten Kirk's stunt double, and it was. Awesome. It was so fun. Um, however, being a dancer, being a ballerina, being in like tights and on stage constantly, there was al always a lot of pressure to be a certain way. And right. even in, in my acting career, right, it was always like, oh, they, I was blonde at the time. It, it, they'd be like, oh, they went with the brunette or, oh, they went with the, you know, the girl who was a little bit more like this or a little bit less like this. And so there was always this like underlying, like, fear of inadequacy or like, I'm not good enough or I have to be a certain way. And that manifested into a pretty gnarly eating disorder from uh, 18 to, to 23. When I was 18 years old, I, I always knew, always knew that I didn't want to go to uh, post-secondary uh, university. And it just like, wasn't for me. I was like, I'm a, I'm a no for this. And, and all, all my friends were going to university and I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to create businesses. So I wrote my parents a proposal and I said, uh, I want to create my education through traveling. And so I did, I, I traveled through 33 countries in four years and just, Whoa. yeah, lived in like small rural little villages and really understood, um, you know, happiness and, and people and just really, really understood like what makes people happy. And it was interesting because during this time was when I was really struggling with food in my body. So I was like learning from all these cultures, but then also really in a bad fight with, with food. I started my first diet when I was 18 years old. It was the, the cabbage soup diet, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar yeah. with. <laughs> I don't know if you did that one, but oh my gosh. I didn't do it, but I don't, I think my mom did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom did it too. And I was like, Ooh, that's idea so I did it and and I, that was the beginning of of this this period of my life that I call my diet depression where I was on over 50 diets in less than four years and just super unhealthy with food and my body and the whole rest of it so during that time I traveled around I, I moved to Europe and I started my first company which was a personal training company and I felt so out of alignment because I was trying to help people with food in their body. And I wanted to be like a celebrity personal trainer at the time, but I myself behind closed doors, which is so struggling with food, like to the point where like, I couldn't eat like a normal person. If someone was like, Hey Sam, do you want to come for dinner tonight? I would like obsessively like look on the menu and look for the calories. And just like everything was so obsessed with, with food. And 
long story short, I ended up getting deported from England, sent back to Vancouver because I overstayed my, my welcome, overstayed my visa there. <laughs> I'm a bit of a... Such a rebel. Yeah, I know, right? So they're like, get out of here, you Canadian dick. So anyway, I went back to Vancouver and I, uh, I was like, I need to get to the bottom of this like obsession with food in my body. Like, what is going on here? What's happening? So I spent a crap load of money trying to fix myself, you know, using air quotes, um, by doctors and, and people telling me that I needed to control my food and I need to go on calorie counting apps and the whole bit of it. And, and it was just making it worse. And I'm like, this isn't working. I need to figure out something else. So I ended up leaving Vancouver, going to Bali and just being obsessed with researching uh, meditation and breath work and embodiment and the spiritual realms. And at the time I just, I, I grew up Christian, but I considered myself an atheist during this time. Cause I was like, I don't believe in God anymore. And I was just really shut off to any life force or, or any, anything spiritual whatsoever. So yeah. went to Bali and just sort of had this like reawakening and reclaiming and recoming home to my body where I took a breath work class and, and realized that, whoa, I, I have an intuition. I, I can feel self-love. I can feel all these things. And so I just became so obsessed with like that whole world. And um, it was pretty incredible what I got to feel and what I got to do through that process. And I ended up overcoming my eating disorder through just my internal state, my internal energy, and like really understanding the pain that I was experiencing and, and feeling through it. And I got back to Vancouver and I continued the journey of just like working with energy healers and, and all sorts of things and, and, and coaches. And I developed a framework of like how I healed my body. And then a couple of years after that, Hungry for Happiness was sort of like the, the, the love child of like my, my journey and like all of the, the days of my diet depression where I literally felt like I would never get over it. I sort of like compiled a formula to, to, to help myself and, and therefore help, help other people. So that was the birth of Hungry for Happiness nearly six years ago. So here we are today. And um, yeah, Pause, our breathwork company is just in its infancy right now. We're just in the process of launching that. So it's been, it's been an exciting journey. Dang, you went to hell and back. And yeah, thank God you did though, because you're able to help so many people. And if you haven't gone through that, people wouldn't be able to relate to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like, I like, I, I know the blueprint of a dieter, like the back of my hand. Like I know exactly like the thoughts and the feels and all the things. Like I just so get it. So when people tell me things, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> I How, how's your relationship with food now? It's so interesting. So I was in Idlewild yesterday with, um, uh, the guy that I'm dating. <laughs> I was going to say my boyfriend. I'm like, are we there yet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I'll just use that term. He's like, like pause girl. Pause. <laughs> yeah. He's like, chill out, Skelly. <laughs> and, um, he, he's from New York. He's a New Yorker in, in Jersey actually. And, and he was, he's like, Oh man, he's like, I really want a bagel right now. And the first thing I said, is, I was like, Oh gross. He's like, you don't like bagels. And I was like, I just really hate how they make me feel. And he's like, yeah, but what about when it's in your mouth? And I'm like, I just don't think like it's worth it. Cause I feel awful after. And it, in that moment I realized like, oh my gosh, I now judge food based on like how it makes me feel versus like, oh my God, I have to have it. And now it's, it's, I get to use food for health and hunger and nourishment and, and, you know, uh, enjoyment when I, when I decide, but it's intentional. Right. And so before I, my intention for consumption was to like numb my emotions. Yeah. And now the intention is either to enjoy it. So I will like enjoy chocolate cake when I decide to have it but more so I just I care so much more about how it affects my body and how it affects my energy 
and um, energy for me is is the most important thing. You know, like I come see you, right? And I'm like, yeah. you're like, what do you want to work on? And I'm like, I want to work on my energy. Like I want to optimize my energy. I want to get rid of my brain fog. Like the, I'm like a generally really healthy person, but like let's tweak and optimize because I know when I'm at my best, then I can do my best. And when I was using food as a drug to numb my emotions, I was constantly depleted. And then I felt shame and guilt. And then the energetic, you know, expense of feeling shame and guilt is just through the roof. And so mm. it's just a different story and I think everyone has the ability to do this they just need to like work through the layers and actually feel their own pain yes uh there's really no way around it right like you really mm. do have to feel it to heal it absolutely you, you have to because otherwise you're mm. you can't take a shortcut through it I think it's part of all of our journeys all of yeah. us have pain points and areas that we just have to feel it and mm. oh and it's the thing is, I've come to realize this about myself because I have personally been dealing a lot with working through stuff like this um, and, you know, with shame and guilt. And I was sharing with, I actually took a year off from doing my podcast because I was going so dark and deep into that, the road of just like, like mm -hmm. I joined this, this really awesome mastermind and I was like comparing myself and it was just, oh, it was yeah. just like this crazy, but I needed mm -hmm. to go through it. And so mm -hmm. working with this amazing therapist and really just identifying how much um, shame has come into my world and, and how much I have, you know, ran from it and tried to numb it and everything. But I've been realizing that it is, it's actually going through it and feeling it is um, although it's uncomfortable it's alive whereas mm. where i'm numbing from something it feels dead mm, comfortable but it literally point. feels dead mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right it's like so cut off from life and it's like you're it's like what's the point what's the point of being here if you're numbing from the experience totally totally over the weekend um i got really upset about about something and I just like let myself be there with Eric and I just like cried to him about it. And it was this moment of like, man, I actually love this feeling of being sad yeah. because I'm not um, so identified with it. It's like, okay, this is something that I'm experiencing and this is a sensation that's in my body and I'm crying and I'm like telling him how upset I am, not at him, but just in general at this situation. And to use to use that point it's like I feel alive in this like this is a human emotion that I get to feel and actually I, I read a lot of poetry I don't post it because it's not it's just something for me and when I'm sad it's like gives me so much creative fuel to put into my poetry and it, it's like oh my gosh this is what living is all about so if we change our relationship to those sensations and it's like sad is not bad that is just one of the many sensations that we get to feel. We are not afraid of it and we don't avoid it. And so when we don't avoid the sadness or the pain, then we can get to the other side of it and, and have deeper access to joy and bliss. Yeah. It's like a rainbow. I just see this like rainbow of a spectrum and we just, totally. we feel all of them and just, you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable in, in all the colors. Mm. All of it's okay. Yes, totally. Yeah. So, um, by the way, I love Bali too. Bali was like, that's so great. I just want to live there. Oh, I know. I spent about a month, a year there, and it's just like each really? time I go there, I'm like, mm, this is my place. Have you been to Yoga Barn? Yeah, I like so. So last time I was there, I stayed at uh, um, Alina, the hotel right beside Yoga Barn. Yeah. So I like could like just like jump over the gate and. <laughs> yeah. It was just so good. I was there for three weeks. I was planning on being there for like a, a week and then going to other places, and I I I was like magnetized because my I just needed to be there as much as I could. And 
And I really feel like being there actually prepared my body for pregnancy, which is kind of funny because I just encountered so much healing when I was there and then I got pregnant like three months later. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Like I've, I've heard this a lot. Women who try and get pregnant, try and get pregnant, try and get pregnant. And then they're like, you know what? I'm just going to work on myself for a little while. And they work on themselves and they really dig into their bodies and, and learn how to generate self-love and then they get pregnant so easily. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So jumping more into hungry for happiness and your pause breath work. So I'm especially interested in the pause breath work, um, mostly selfishly. So what happens when we don't breathe? Cause mm. we don't breathe so often. I mean, even I'll be sitting with patients and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, okay, breathe, like yeah. <laughs> start breathing. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So it's so interesting, right? Our breath is life. Breath is everything. Like everyone listening, just like take a deep breath like just one breath can shift our perception and our perspective of life, one breath. So essentially the issues that I've seen in the personal development industry are people trying to think their way out of emotional issues, right? So I'll give you a story. I was living in Vancouver and it was when I was like overcome before I went to Bali, when I was overcoming, uh, trying to overcome my eating disorder. And I, I was literally doing personal development, like a crackhead. Like I was like shove, trying to shove it in my veins. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, oh, yeah, I overconsumed everything. Like I want more podcasts and more books and more seminars, more, 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 more. And it was just staying in my head and it wasn't actually integrating into my body. Well, for us to have sustainable emotional change, we have to integrate concepts into our body. We can't do that by thinking our way out of them. Like I, I tried to think my way out of my eating disorder for so long and it just was not working obviously. So that being said, I, I was like, all right, there's, there's, there's something that I need to do with this. I need to, I need to actually take all these concepts concepts and integrate it into my body with breath work. We, and when we, when we breathe in a very intentional and continuous way, the breath goes into the body, releases the stagnant emotion, and we're left with just what is versus acting based on stuck emotion in our body. So if we know this to be true, that our actions are based on our state and we are carrying years of baggage emotionally, we are going to be acting from that energy. But when we use the breath to clear the energy, we get back into balance and therefore we can take action from a place of balance and truth and not out of triggers or fears or stories or programs or whatever it is. We all have all of this crap that we're, that we're, you know, that we're believing in and we're carrying around and we believe these things that are not actually true to us. And we spend so long trying to defend the beliefs that we have. And again, they're not true to, to, to who we actually are. So it's just such an interesting, it's just such an interesting trap that we're in. And so many people, when it comes to personal development, will use words like, I just feel stuck or I have no willpower. I can't do this, or this is hard for me. And it's because they're thinking about it. So when we allow the body to be the healer through breath work, we clear out all of that, you know, stagnant energy. The breath goes into the body, releases the emotion that's stuck in our system. And then we get back into a state of balance. And so it's less about, and then, then we create space, right? So then when we create space and we're in our bodies, then we can use all of the information that we have when it comes to personal development and actually integrate it to create change. Wow. Mm. I'm like typing all of this out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And you know, I, like I said in another podcast that I feel like I'm most insightful and connected to myself when I'm in the shower. You know, because there's not all these distractions and also on, on plane rides, like, don't you feel like 
just like this guru when you're on a plane, mm. right? You just get all these like insights and ideas, but it's because we don't have all these different distractions. We don't have yeah. things coming at us all the time. And so we're connected to ourselves. And I really see yeah. breath work as there's the physiological changes that happen. Obviously it's, it's completely mm. shifting our, you know, our nervous system. And it's also allowing us just to connect with who we are deeper that is there the whole time if you take all the noise away right absolutely absolutely and that's what it is it's an exploration of like who we actually are I think that's the biggest misfortune in the world today is we are we, we are we are trying to figure out who we are but we're doing it in, in all the wrong ways right. and it, it, it's it's I, I ran this event a couple not about a year ago and it was called Untangled and it was untangle everything you're not to discover who you are and that's the pro, that, that's the process of breath work it's like how can we just remove all that does not belong and and reveal what is there we don't have to search the seven seas to figure out our purpose or who we are it's not it's not an external doing act it's a releasing of everything that we're not the stories that we we take on from our mothers our fathers our brothers our aunts our uncles society. Trump, whatever, you know, like whatever we, we take on, it's about understanding what parts of those beliefs are not actually ours mm -hmm. and understanding that we are creators, but we're also destroyers. So we can destroy any belief systems that are not truly aligned with who we are and we can create new ones based on our truth. But in order to understand our truth and find our truth, we have to be in our bodies. Our truth does not live in our heads. Our, our, our heads can judge things and perceive things, but real truth of like what we actually care about and who we actually are is in our body, is in our, you know, I'll use the word soul, right? Our soul will like speak to us and communicate to us um, our, our truth and, and what, what we actually care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, would you be down in a, in a little bit to do an actual breath work with us? A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I was going to message you and ask you, but I was like, I'll just, I'll just put her on the spot. <laughs> no, absolutely. No on there. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. It's okay, my cool. I'm excited. And by the way, if you guys are listening, um, Samantha is going to be doing some breath work also coming out for, um, for labor and delivery. So I am so excited for that because it's mm. so powerful. I took this hypnobirthing class and you know, of course, I'm sure that the birth experience isn't like all the videos they show where people are like having orgasms during birth. But mm -hmm. I do know that that breath work is um, a huge part of it because when we are, it, when we're afraid, we, we stop breathing, right? Mm -hmm. And we become more tense and then pain is magnified. Mm -hmm. So when we are in a relaxed state, our bodies relax and, and the whole pain experience is reduced. So Yeah. So yeah. what is, um, what is your, your own, I guess, practice of, of breath work look like? Mm -hmm. So my mind is always busy and going and strategizing and thinking, yeah. and you know, I have, I definitely have that like high achiever brain, especially when I sleep, when I sleep, I, I don't find sleep, uh, peaceful or relaxing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I find sleep very activating and energy. It's, it's weird. I find it almost like energizing. Like I'll get woken up in the middle of the night and I'm like, Oh, I got to like design this funnel and I'll like get up and go to my whiteboard. And it's just like, not oh. the most relaxing, uh, practice <laughs> so just do you know about chronotypes there's different no. like four different chronotypes which is kind of like your natural circadian rhythm I think you might be a dolphin the dolphins are like prone to insomnia but they're also like these creatives that just like have all these different ideas throughout the night that'd be interesting I'll send you the quiz I want to know I would love to do that <laughs> I love dolphins so maybe that's right <laughs> right <laughs> 
Um, so it's interesting. I, I will wake up and immediately have, sometimes it's like anxiety. Sometimes it's just overwhelm. Sometimes it's just like, like this, this sense of like spinny, like I've just been doing so much, even though I've been sleeping, I, I rarely wake up and feel like, ah, I'm so yeah. restful. Actually, I woke up on Saturday like that, but I think it was because I was like in the mountains and, and just didn't have much to do and just was, was on a little bit of a getaway. But my point in saying this is every morning I do breath work for five minutes. So the practice that I'll do with, with you guys in a second, I do this five minutes every single morning. And the reason I do that is so the breath can go into my body and clear the residual busyness that was happening during my, my sleep. And so then I will feel rest and restored. Like after I do the, after I do breath work for five minutes, I'll put on a song or play. I have a playlist that I, that I, that I use. I'll put, I'll put on a song from the playlist and I'll just be like restored and relaxed and just move through that and just really release all of the like energy. Cause when we're dreaming, we're creating sensations in our body and then our sensations allow us to dream more, et cetera, et cetera. So when we wake up and we clear the channels and we just allow ourselves to come into a place of just stillness, then I can like set my intentions for the day and like focus on what I want to accomplish for that day. Um, yada, yada, yada. So that's what I do every single morning for, for ju just five minutes. And that's literally all you need is just five minutes. That's so yes. amazing how you're talking about like an eight hour stint of sleeping that's not restorative for you. And you'll do five minutes when you wake up and you feel rested. Yeah. 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 It's weird. I'll wake up and I'm like, Ugh, I feel like a little bit anxious. I'm like, ah. And then like, after I do breath work, I'm like, man, today's the best day of my life. And then I'll, no, I, and then I'll literally go into the mirror and I do this every morning. I'll wake up and I'll look in the mirror and I'm going to, and I say, Sam, today's going to be the best day of your life. <laughs> I like point at myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I want to do that tomorrow. I'm going to start. Do it. It, it makes yeah. such a difference. And then I like tell everyone, I'm like, Eric, today's going to be the best day of your life. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's like, all right, babe, whatever. <laughs> He's like, I um, want a bagel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a bagel then, yeah, then it is <laughs> oh my god that's so good so so then um then what i do once a week normally on a sunday i'll do like an hour long session so i i'll do an hour of the again the same pattern that i'm going to teach you um i'll do that for an hour and what's interesting about that is between the first like five to seven minutes, your body will fight it a little bit and your, your mind will go like, this isn't safe. I don't like this. This feels weird, blah, blah, blah. But then after you get past that point, the body takes, the body totally takes over. And we put ourselves in this like incredible state where we're not even thinking about breathing. The body just does it. And then we wake up and, and time collapses and we're like, was that 15 minutes? And it was like an hour. I've done it up to like three and a half hours when I was in Joshua Tree at a retreat, but an hour Whoa. a week is like what I use. And the first like six months of breath work, I actually didn't like breath work at all because it, it is, it is work to, to, mm -hmm. to do it. And, um, but I was noticing the benefits in my everyday life. I was, my nervous system was way calmer. I was way more connected to my body. My mind was clear. It, it just allowed me to just be in a state of just like clarity and calm, like way more than I ever was. The, the like unnecessary anxiety that I would experience throughout the day would, would was dissipating more and more. And the more I do it, that like that's, that stays consistent. So five minutes every single morning and then about an hour uh, once a week. That's super doable. 
totally doable. Totally doable. <laughs> so do yeah. you like it now? <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I love it now. I love it. It's, it's, it's interesting. Like when we talk about the six human needs, like Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs and one of the human needs he talks about is certainty. I don't have much of that in my life. Um, yeah. and, and I'm sure you are, can, can, can relate to this. Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to my business, I'm like, man, I, I, it's never certain, you know, you yep. never know what's really going on. And even in my relationship, I'm like, ah, I mean, it's, there's aspects that are certain, but you just like, life is full of uncertainty. I meet my need for, for certainty with breathwork. Cause I know every single time I do it, it allows me to feel the deepest states of self-love that I've ever experienced. And that is certain. And so that like calms down my need for certainty. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. And, and what's amazing is that you did it for six months and didn't like it, but you kept doing it. Mm, yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 Cause you yeah. knew that there was something there for you. And yeah. you know, I, we, we hear from, you know, all the time about how someone will have um, an eating disorder and how oftentimes that's the way that they would have control or certainty in their life is the way that they would be able to use food in a certain way. Right. Totally. Like that was their way to have it. So it's, it's um, really a, an amazing way to, um, have that kind of a similar type of quality in a healthier way that's doing so much for your body and for your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm getting flashbacks to when I um, went to a, like a little, well, we called it camping, but it was really just this really beautiful lake house in Arrowhead that was like a mansion. So, uh, but it was for Drew, Drew Canoli's birthday. It was a bunch of us camping up there. And and one of the mornings he was like, let's do breath work. And I was like, okay, cool. So he puts on your audio and so we're all like laid out all, ar all around the living room. There's probably like six so or seven awesome. of us. And we're all just doing breath work together. And of course, Kevin's still sleeping because he's not a morning person. So he's just like, whatever, whatever you guys are doing, whatever. And then Drew, of course, because he goes over the top with everything. He is like the loudest, most intense breather. Like, so dramatic, like ah, ah, just like so loud and dramatic. And then he got all of us sick. <laughs> <laughs> no. He said it was allergies. He's like, yeah, I'm just fighting allergies. This dude was sick. He got seriously like all of us. We got sick after that. <laughs> no he was, like, way. Just, just like blowing his breath. Breathing all his germs on everyone. Oh, thanks, Drew. That's really thanks, great. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> we're so mad at him. I texted Rebecca and I was like, dude, we're sick. And she, he's like, or she's like, he got everyone sick. She, he got May and Steve sick too. We're like, oh my god. Oh my goodness. But in the moment, we felt fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so what what kind of um what kind of stories have people been sharing with you who have incorporated breath work in their life just any kind of fun success stories you want to share oh gosh so many I think I think one of the biggest things that I hear from people is I feel like I'm in my body for the first time in my life you know and that for me is like oh so good so amazing because what we have access to when we're in our body is just infinite right like the reason why so many people struggle with eating disorders is because they're not embodied they're not in their body and so when we can use a tool like breath work to allow people to get in their body it frees them from having to use food as a drug when we when people are in their body and they're feeling their emotions and they change their relationship to pain like we talked about and said like you know what sadness makes us feel alive and people can really understand that we don't have to be scared of these emotions that are happening for us for us to heal we can heal so much unnecessary suffering and that for me excites me so much i mean 
our whole thing with pause is just helping the world heal from anxiety. You know, I dealt with anxiety for years and it just, it was debilitating and that anxiety contributed to my eating disorder, et cetera, et cetera. And so if we have a tool to help people clear anxiety, that is that, that, that they're not dependent on anything outside of themselves, you know, like they're, it, it is within us. Like we can create, we can generate self-love and ease our anxiety using our breath. Like that for me is like just the biggest game changer. I think giving people the tools to understand the difference between an emotional hunger cue and a physical hunger cue, that also is just such a game changer and such a beautiful gift that we can give people. So the, you know, I screenshot the, the, whenever I, whenever I tell people to do breath work, I'm like, tell me your experience. And I'm like, well, I love hearing yeah. that. And I, I just have like hundreds of screenshots of people sending me messages. Like I've never been able to feel before. And now I can finally feel I bawled my eyes out. It was the first time I cried in 20 years. I feel free. Wow. I feel released. I feel connected. And I'm like, this is what it's all about. So I, I absolutely know what pause is going to blow up in, in like a couple of months like we're not we haven't even launched yet and we're like we're the, the the traction is already huge so it's really exciting and you know giving people the gift of their own self-love is just like the greatest thing I could possibly ask for um people already know who, who are listening want to do it so how how do they because I know you're launching pretty soon so how do they be a part of yeah. it yeah so go to hungryforhappiness.com slash pause audio and you can also head over to at pause breathwork and I'll be releasing a lot of we call them journeys so I'll be releasing a lot of journeys on there which you can do for free that's awesome and are they all like how long do they typically last? Like five minutes? Those are half an hour. Cool. So um, the the audios are half an hour. It's about 15 minutes total of breathing um, with me sort of like explaining before and after what you're going to go through and what the process is. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the ones that are online right now. And then we're going to be coming out with a course and the, the breath works a little bit longer in those ones. But yeah, generally about, about 15 minutes. And if they want to be a part of the course, they go to that same link, right? And they can... Yeah, the course. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you just hop on our mailing list, we'll give you details around the course uh, in the next couple of weeks. We're launching it on May 27th. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, girl. Let's, let's taste a little bit of your medicine. Let's, uh, okay. let's do some breath. So let's do it. All right. So what we want to do is we want to breathe using just the mouth. So we don't want to incorporate the nose at all because it constricts and it, it doesn't allow the, the air to come in and out as freely. So what we want to start with, it's a three-part breath only through the mouth. So the first breath is with the belly and then the chest and then out through the mouth. So it sounds like this. So that's what it sounds like. So what we're going to do is we're just going to do it for about a minute or so. And I just want you to take a moment and just, just check in with your body and how you're feeling now. Where's your energy? Where's your emotions? What are you sort of vibrating at? Um, look around the room, just like take it all in, take in your surroundings. And then what we'll do is we'll do a little check-in um, when we're done. Are you ready? Should we get, yeah. should we get started? Ready. All right, let's go. Ready? Nice, powerful exhales. Breathe in, receive in the air. Nice, powerful exhales. <sighs> that 
belly, chest, mouth. Belly, chest, mouth. Really suck in the air. Really powerful exhale. Three parts, belly, chest, and exhale. Really separate all three. Feel the sensations in your body shifting. You may experience a little bit of lightheadedness. Just 10 more seconds. Beautiful. Now take a deep breath in through the nose. How do you feel? Dang, I feel really good. <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm getting high on my own supply. Seriously, that's that's literally our tagline. I know, I saw it today. I love it. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you're like weird. She's really aligned with our. Mission. I was like, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, how did you know that? <laughs> no, I feel really good. It's funny because right when you said look around at your surroundings, I was looking at because I'm sitting at my kitchen table and literally my house is in a crazy disarray. It's like so disorganized. There's baby stuff everywhere. We have like because I'm planning on doing a home birth, so we have all this like home birth stuff. Just like yeah. I got. There's so much. And, and I was feeling anxious about that. You know, I'm thinking I got to get to it at some point. Just started doing the breathing and like by halfway through it, all of that was gone. And I just, yeah, I feel so much better. I don't feel any anxiety it, or anything. Isn't it so interesting? So it's such a hack, right? So if we, it, so anytime I'm annoyed at anything, whether it's a one of my team members, like, oh God, why is she doing this? Or I'm annoyed at her and I'm projecting something onto her. I'm like, before I have that conversation with that team member, with my boyfriend, with my mom, with my whoever, five minutes of breath work, then choose from that place. Because what it does, again, is it removes the energies that are not ours because the anxiety that I'm feeling could have been from someone else in my life that I picked up, right? The anxiety that you were feeling um, about the baby stuff was was has nothing to do with the baby stuff. It has, right. it has something to do with something else, right? Yeah. So when we clear it and we move through it and we allow, allow it to be released, then we can look at things as they are. So oftentimes I'll like be wound up about something. I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed. And I'm, I'm just about to shoot off that sort of passive aggressive text. We all, yeah. know, right? we all know the one. I'm just about to send it. And I'm like, hang on, Skelly, just chill for a second. And, do <laughs> breath work. and I'll do five minutes, lay down on my bed, five minutes of breath work. And I'm like, actually that person didn't do anything. It's just me. And so it's literally <laughs> the biggest game changer in relationships. And, you know, my partner and I have this, you know, this like standard of like, all right, before we like project our shit onto each other, let's do some breath work and then decide if it's worth it. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and it totally changes the conversation. Mm, completely. And, yeah. and oftentimes it's like, 
hey, rather than it being like you, 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 it's like, hey, what I realized from this relationship is is X, Y, Z, and I'm so grateful that I have you to learn from, you know? Yeah. It's what changes the game completely. Yeah. Just imagine if everyone who has a boss, if the boss would do breath work before <laughs> oh my know, gosh. talking with them or God, or, or in relationships, if you just, before you, you know, have that yeah. fight, just do some breath work. I mean, totally. everything's different. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's such a game changer. It is such a game changer. It's, it's like the most incredible thing. We, I, I, I actually, speaking of Drew, I went to Organifi and, and I did breath work for his team at Organifi and mm. it was just, it was just amazing to see. He's done a great job at, of culture over there, but it was amazing to see after people um, did the, the work, how they all sort of just like came together and bonded. It was so beautiful. I'm like, oh man, uh, so incredible. Yeah. Mm. One of the, one of the quotes you have on your Instagram is the most productive thing we can do as humans is nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause it's so true. Right. It's like me shifting my energy, like sitting there staring at a wall, shifting my energy and not hustling is way more productive than me hustling to try and fix something out of a place of anxiety, you know? Yeah. Right. And also another one is the the wound is where the light gets in. Mm, oh, so right? that's my yeah. favorite Instagram account. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Are you on the pause account? Yeah, it's true. It's like, it's going back to what you and I chatted about at the beginning of the call, right? It's like the wound is where the light gets in. So we, when we can powerfully feel our pain, then we can release it. Yeah. Release and breath it. work is a way to be with the pain in a way that's really easier to, to tolerate. I think, you know, it gives you that tool so that your body relaxes and you can experience in a way that doesn't hurt so much too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dang girl. Well, this is all just Mm -hmm. such juicy, powerful stuff. And I know everyone listening is getting so much out of it and it's, Mm -hmm. it's all just a big eye opener to where in our own lives we can apply this. So um, thank you for all the work you've done and thank you for going to hell and back and, and sharing with everyone your, you know, what you got out of it and, and, and paying it forward. I mean, it's helping thousands of people all over the world. So um, it's truly amazing work you're doing. So for people who want to do your, your work, it's hungryforhappiness.com. And if they want to do that, the audios, it's slash pause audios, right? And they can yeah, be in the loop right. on, yeah. on the launch of all yeah. that. Slash pause, awesome. pause audio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or I'm at Samantha Scully on Instagram as well. And I'm fairly active over there. So You're it's so you... fun to watch. Because <laughs> you're literally a five-year-old, like in a, in a, I am a woman body. <laughs> it's so funny. Like people ask me, they're like, they're like, you're so childish. How are you running two companies? And you have like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, if I wasn't childish, I wouldn't be able to do that shit. Cause it would drive me nuts. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Completely. Yeah. I'm no, the same way. So, yeah, it's so good. It's so well, good. thank you for giving us the permission to be more of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really what I get from it. Um, and um, keep doing you, girl. I hope we can have another conversation soon. And I'm going to be thinking of you during my labor and delivery while I'm doing your audios. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. I literally can't wait. <laughs> thank you. I'll take that excitement. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks for joining us again. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. 
Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love, and I'll talk to you soon.